Hello, everybody, and welcome to Finding the Guardian of Your Soul. I'm Lisa Shield, and it's a pleasure to be back with you today. I want to talk today about something that is a deeply personal conversation for me. It was a suggestion from Cassie Schroeder, my operations manager. Um, she also coaches some of the women who go through my 12-week Emotionally Naked Dating program, which you can learn more about by going to my website, lisashield.com. Cassie suggested this because it's an issue that comes up frequently with our clients and something that we hear when we do breakthrough sessions with potential new clients. What women often think men are looking for and what men are looking for are two very different things. So many, many women, and you know what, I'm going to hit the pause button here for a second because what I'm about to say may trigger some of you. You really may find what I'm saying upsetting, um, but please just hang in there and listen. Be patient before you get mad at me or before you get angry and click off. Give this a moment and let me go through what I want to say so that you don't get upset and just <laughs> click off before you hear everything I'm about to tell you. I made many of these same mistakes. I, I had many of the same misconceptions that a lot of you have. And I really want you to know that I'm not say about to say the things I'm about to say because I'm being critical or I don't get it or, you know, I'm not a feminist. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I am a very strong, independent, you know, modern woman. I own my own business. I have for most of my life, I've had three separate businesses. I was a professional fashion photographer for 15 years. And then I was also a, uh, I had an importing company when I left my first husband. And I also decided not to continue with my photography career. And so now I'm a love coach and I've had three separate businesses throughout my 61 years on this planet. So please don't think that I do not feel or haven't felt many of the same things that a lot of you are feeling and thinking. So it's really important to understand. Let's look first at what is it that many women think men are looking for? And I would even love to hear from some of you. What do you think is, you know, a man finds attractive about you? Because I can tell you that a lot of my wealthy, successful, intelligent, independent female clients feel that those are some of the things that a man is looking for, that a man will really be attracted to them for their success, for their financial security, 
for their intelligence. And of course, intelligence is, you know, always going to be a great asset. Uh, an intelligent man is looking for an intelligent woman. Authenticity is very attractive. It's not, I don't think it would be something that a man would list on his list of things he's looking for in a woman. I don't think that that would be something he would be looking for. Kindness and compassion are definitely qualities a man would be looking for. And I really want to say to you, a man is going to uh, be attract, you know, he is going to find your success and all of your accomplishments important. So it is important that you have your life together. No man who's worth being with wants a woman who doesn't have her life together. The only men that are going to go for women who don't have their lives together are men who want to rescue women. And trust me, there are women who rescue men, just like there are men who rescue women. There are men who come in, want to be our heroes. But here's the deal. A man is going to want a woman who has her life together. That's for sure. Men are looking for women who really good men, you know, men who have their act together. They don't want to rescue women. And the truth is a lot of you don't want to be rescued. So that's not what you're looking for. And that's not what men are looking for. So yes, a man today wants a woman who has a job, a career, an income, who is somewhat financially stable and can provide and take care of herself, especially a woman who's in her mid-30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. It is important for any grown adult human being to have that, you know, certain parts of their lives together. Those should be considerations for both men and women who are choosing partners to choose a partner who has these major parts of their lives together. But this is not what is going to make a man want to be your partner, find you attractive, and want to marry you. It's just one of the boxes that he's going to check off, but it's not what is going to really attract him to you. In fact, if you're too independent and you exhibit too many signs of, I want a man, but I don't need a man, then a man is not going to be able to feel like there's room in your life for him. And I want you all to think about this because it's something I hear all the time from women. Women will say to me, yeah, I want a man, but I don't really need a man. Think about if you heard a man say to you, you know, I really want a woman. I, I want a woman, but I don't really need a woman. If a man said that to me, it would be peace out. Like I would be gone. I would not want to be with a man who didn't feel that he need, wanted and needed a woman in his life. And when I talk about this, 
I think it is such an important thing for all of you to hear. Needing someone doesn't make us needy. There are things that the opposite sex gives us. There are things that we get from men, and there are things that men get from us that we cannot get anywhere else in our lives from anybody but a romantic partner. And I am speaking to a heterosexual audience, although I do think a lot of what I'm talking about can be applied to anybody, any healthy relationship dynamic. But there are things that we get from a partner in a romantic relationship that we do not get anywhere else from anyone else in our lives. So when I think about what my husband gives me, oh my God, I mean, it is beyond anything I could ever hope for. Now, could I live without him? At this point, probably not. It would be very difficult and I wouldn't want to. But could I? Of course. I have money in the bank. I have a home. I have a roof over my head. I have friends. I have a career. So sure, I would be fine. I would get along. But what I would miss out on is the safety, the security, the emotional support I get from my husband. And most of all, the way I get to experience myself as a woman. He brings out my feminine side, a part of me that I do not get to experience with my girlfriends or when I'm sitting home alone watching Netflix or online shopping <laughs> or doing or reading a book. So there are things that we need each other for. And as hard as it is for many women to admit that, in fact, I just have to share, I got the most unkind message from a woman um, on LinkedIn. And it was really, she was irate because we're doing some uh, marketing on LinkedIn. And my our, our message to her really insulted her. <laughs> she found it very condescending. And she thought that we were implying that you have to have a man in your life um, and that everybody needs a man. And uh, uh, it says, my, my relationship said, if one of your goals is to be in your dream relationship, and we're just, I mean, if you read the heading, it says, if one of your goals if the word if is operative there, you know, we're not telling her she needs to have this goal. We're just saying, if that's your goal, we would love to help you. So she wrote back and she said, you are actually ridiculous. And in, and your in-mail is quite frankly offensive to me to assume that I need a man or indeed any romantic attachment to validate myself is beyond insulting to me and to womankind in general. I'm not saying anybody needs, has to want a relationship. I'm saying if you want our help, if that is a goal of yours, then we can help you achieve that goal. 
And then she goes on to say, and I suspect my fabulous and independent friends feel the same. Try to get over yourself, dear. And no, you do not have permission to share my link. Uh, I would have no interest in sharing her link. But for me, this is a heartbreaking message. I don't read it and find it offensive. I find it heartbreaking because when I read a message like that, what I see is a woman who is so hurt and closed off and masculine and autonomous and guarded that she can't even see how badly she really wants this. She wouldn't have reacted this way if I hadn't struck a chord, if my message hadn't struck a chord with her. So this is really sad to me because this is what happens when women are so hurt and what they push away love. And down deep, I know because I've been there, I've been her, where I put on a facade that I don't need this and don't you dare tell me that I should want a man and I'm just fine. What do I need a man for? Well, you don't. If you don't want to experience all that life has to offer you, I mean, for me, why would I amass all that money in the bank and work my butt off so I can travel alone or with my girlfriends? I have to tell you, it's a hell of a lot more fun to travel with my husband. We go out to romantic dinners. We watch sunsets together. We hold hands. We make love. I can't get that with my friends. Romance is beautiful. It's one of the most exquisite parts of life. And having a wonderful partner who's a true match to do that with is extraordinary. And yes, we can create this in our lives, but we have to first admit that we want and need it. And we have to be willing to take down those walls so that we can let someone in. So a man would not be attracted to a woman like this. Her guard is so up. And, you know, these women, a lot of women today are so guarded and angry because they haven't been able to attract the love and the men that they really want to bring into their lives. And the truth is, they're not feminine. They're not women. They're men in women's bodies and they're angry and they're guarded and they're bitter and they're shut off from the most beautiful part of life. So your money, your success, your accomplishments, those are not the things that are going to attract the kind of man or, or really attract a great man because men do not come to us for those things. They want us to be able to take care of ourselves, but they also need to be able to find room in our lives for them. So let's talk about some of what uh, men are actually looking for from us. I think this is such an important thing. So first of all, many women think that men are looking for the quality qualities in them that they're looking for in a man's success, financial security, 
um, strength, you know, leadership, accomplishment. And men don't want you because you're successful and have money and a beautiful home and you can travel the world and on and on and on. And the truth is you don't want a man who wants you for your money. You want a man who wants you for your heart, for who you are as a woman. So what, it, what really attracts a man to us is not what attracts us to a man. What men are looking for are women who, as my husband says, know how to mirror their masculinity back to them. So in the same way that we want a man to tell us we're beautiful, we're sexy, we're the most amazing woman he's ever met. We men want women who know how to do the same kinds of things for them, who know what masculinity is and who know how to draw it out in them. So it's it goes both ways, ladies. It's not like, you know, oh, well, when a man brings that out in me, then I can show, you know, bring that out in him. It is just as important that you bring it as him bringing it. Too many women today are so entitled. We think a man is supposed to ask us out, pursue us, plan the date, pay for the date, pick us up, you know, make the sexual advances. We want men to do it all and make us feel beautiful, compliment us, blah, 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 blah. What do we do for them? And I think that's a very important thing you need to ask yourself. You may have this long list of things that you want a man to do for you that you expect him to do. What are you doing for him? Where are you initiating? And I'm not talking about planning dates or inviting him to events and things like that. I am talking about understanding the things a man is looking for from you and giving him those things. What does that look like? Being supportive, being his cheerleader, being his playmate, being fun and flirty and playful, being youthful. A lot of women are so intense and heavy and men they come to us a lot of times because they love to play with, with feminine energy. They don't want women who have agendas and checklists and requisites. They want women who know how to have fun. And that doesn't just mean sexually. Sex is this much of the relationship. Most of the time, you're going to be just spending time in each other's company. But a man wants a woman who he can talk to, who's open, who's supportive, who really takes an interest in his dreams and in his goals and is willing not just to talk about her work and get advice from him, but who is willing to take an interest in what he does and not give him advice, but listen and be wowed. So many women today are so busy. I remember I was doing a role play with one of my clients who's in the business world and we were doing a date 
I was playing the guy and I, and I said, oh, I just closed this huge deal. And I'm so, you know, it was such a big success. We worked on it for months and, you know, I, it was the biggest deal I've ever closed, we've ever, or I've ever closed. And my boss was, you know, really uh, acknowledged me and she started competing with me. Instead of saying, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And you must feel so good. And tell me more about it. What was the deal? And, you know, and whatever. She literally started competing. Well, I just closed a big deal, too. And we have three others and blah, 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 blah. She never said a word about how wonderful it was and how great and how good it must feel. And, wow, you must be so proud or anything like that. She just started to tell me about her big deal and get competitive. And it was such a turnoff. I was sitting there, just felt like I was this balloon and somebody stuck a pin in me and all of my energy just went, you know, I deflated. And I could only imagine her doing this with men on dates and how horrible that would feel to a man. So be careful, be excited for him, really be his cheerleader, back him up and don't sit there when he talks about his dreams and question them. Don't say, well, why do you want to do that? And what do you really? And roll your eyes and kind of question what he's telling you. Even if you don't agree, even if it's not something that you particularly get, get excited and say, wow, that's fascinating. Can you tell me more about that? What inspired you to want to do that? What is it about, I don't know, becoming, a, you know, buying a guitar and learning how to play or writing songs or Whatever it is, becoming a stockbroker or going back to school for your MBA, what is it that inspired you to do to do that? And what is it that you hope to accomplish? What will it give you? What is it that you're seeking from doing that? Learn about who these men are and how they think and support their goals and dreams. Another thing I mentioned earlier is men want women who are youthful. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, 18 or you're 68. It is so important to have that vibrancy, that aliveness, that enthusiasm and passion for life. And not make a man feel like he's sitting across from somebody who's old or depressed or negative. Men are looking for women who are positive and who they can impress. Not a woman who's been there and done that and who seems jaded. And even if you've been somewhere Right. And a man says to you, oh, you know, one of the places I've been longing to go is I've always wanted to go to Australia. I don't care if you've been to Australia 10 times. You would say, oh, my gosh, Australia is wonderful. How fun would that be 
to go on vacation to Australia with somebody that you love instead of saying, oh my gosh, I've been there 10 times, I can tell you all about it. Do you see that? You want to inspire him. You want to support his visions, his dreams. You know how it seems or how it feels when you're like, oh my gosh, I want to do this thing. And then your friend's like, oh, I've been there. I did that. And you're like, it just feels like somebody threw a bucket of water on you. So it's very important not to sit there. And if a guy says, you know, I've traveled to 20 countries in the last 10 years to say, oh, wow, well, I've been to, you know, 50, right? And a lot of you do this without even knowing it. Another thing that men are looking for, and you will see in a lot of men's profiles, I don't want any drama. And many women get offended by that. What does it mean? We get this question a lot in our Emotionally Naked Dating program. They will say, well, all these men say, I don't want drama in my, in their profiles. What do they even mean? What does that mean? Well, they want women who are emotionally intelligent. They don't want to deal with all the processing and the messiness that many, many women bring into relationships. Now, there's a big difference between genuine emotion and drama. Genuine emotion is I had to put my cat down last, last week and I'm devastated. Drama is getting emotionally messy and throwing fits and getting angry about petty things like you're sitting in a restaurant and maybe you think his eye wandered or something and you get all upset and throw a fit over it because your ex-boyfriend cheated on you. That's drama. So there's a big difference between genuine emotion about real life events and drama. And that's something many grown, adult, successful men don't want to put up with. They also want women who don't freak out about things. Cassie, my operations manager, was saying to me that she was on a date the other day and they were walking to the concert and it started raining. <laughs> and she said a lot of women would freak out about something like that. Oh my God, it's raining. I did my makeup and my hair and whatever. And she just looked at him and she said, oh, well, there goes my hair. <laughs> she just went with it. She took it in stride. When I was on my first date, when I was waiting for my, for my future husband to show up, he got lost and I was sitting there for at least 20 minutes waiting for him before he was able to get cell reception and call the restaurant. And when I got on the phone, I wasn't upset. I didn't say, well, where are you and how soon can you get here? I just said, I'm sitting here enjoying myself and take all the time you need. I'll be here when you get here. So that's the kind of thing. In fact, my husband often talks about how in that moment, 
I was so kind and calm. And he thought to himself, oh my God, who is this woman? She's amazing. Just by that one response. So women who don't freak out about silly things. And this is really an important one. Someone who knows how to make his world bigger. Men are really, really listening for this. A lot of women want a man to fit into their world. They've got a million friends. They've got a million rules about what they want in a relationship, what they're expecting. And I'm not telling you that you shouldn't have boundaries and that there are not certain criteria that need to be met in a relationship for you. But one of the biggest fears most men have is that they are afraid of giving up their freedom. And many women are like mothers or teachers. They don't act wives and girlfriends and they want to control men and men can feel it. And if a man gets a sense of that, great men, they're going to not call you back for a second date. And they're listening for that. I didn't have a playbook for this. There wasn't a script when I said these words to my husband. But I told him one day, I said, you know, Benjamin, all I want to do is make your world bigger because I'm a part of it. I never want you to feel like your world is smaller because you're trying, because I'm trying to fit you into a box. And he thought that was one of the most beautiful things I've, you know, he had ever heard from a woman. And I really have honored that. If he needs to travel for work, he just got a couple of offers to go teach. Uh, one at Esalen, which is a very reputable, you know, famous. Um, place up in Big Sur and also to teach abroad, maybe in Austria or somewhere in Europe. And the minute I heard, I just said, oh my God, that's fantastic. I'm so proud of you. How exciting. I don't even know if I'll go with him, if I'm invited along. If I'm not, I respect his boundaries. I know when he's teaching that he sometimes just needs time to himself and you know, he needs to be alone because he has to focus and it takes so much energy. And if that's the case, then that's fine. You know, it's not going to ruffle my feathers. I know that he'll he'll be doing what he needs to do and that it's fulfilling for him. And that's really all I want. So I make his world bigger, not smaller. And men are very, very sensitive to women who want to clip their wings. And another one is knowing how to give men space. A man shouldn't need to take physical space from you if you know how to respect his boundaries and give him the mental and emotional space he needs when he's with you. So it's very, very, very different for men. You really have to look at and study how men interact with each other. When two men are together, if they're at a bar or 
you know, in a restaurant, they do not usually sit across from each other. They may sit side by side looking out. Men do not like looking at each other often because it can feel very confrontational. When they fight, they look each other in the eyes. But when they're hanging out, they're usually looking out at the waitresses or at the television on the wall, but they don't look directly at each other. And sometimes they're just sitting together, having a beer, you know, or as guys would say, shooting the shit. You know, if there is a discussion about an issue, it's probably very, very short and quick. And they touch on it and they get off it just as fast. And so men don't sit and have deep and meaningful conversations for long periods of time. They usually hang out together. They look out at a TV set or at the waitresses and they shoot the shit. So when they're at home with you, very often a man can be watching a game on the television, working on the computer or doing something and not interacting with you. If you ask a man for him, he feels like he's spending time with you. He feels like you're spending time together. And sometimes it's by virtue of the fact that you're in the same room. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true for men and they're not like us. And so your man needs you to understand that sometimes he doesn't want to be having a conversation. His head is full from the day. He just needs to zone out and he wants to be in your company. He wants to be with you, but he doesn't necessarily need to be doing something with you to feel like he's connecting with you. So I'm not saying you have to sit there all the time and do nothing. There has to be kind of a balance. But men need to know that they can take space, mental and emotional space. And if you can learn how to give that to a man, it'll be gold. We have a young, a beautiful young woman who is in one of our courses, our, our year-long mastermind course. And the beauty of this particular woman is that she came in when she was 29 years old, which is a very young age to do this work. She came out of a terrible breakup and she did our initial course. And then she decided to work with Benjamin and me for a full year in our mastermind. And the beauty, what's so wonderful about her is the transformation that she has gone through in this, you know, relatively short period of time, a little under 18 months. It's been extraordinary. She's confident. She knows her worth. Men are telling her that she has magnetic energy. I mean, it's really incredible. The quality of the men that she's connecting with has so improved. And one of the men that she's connected with, um, we'll call him a widower, although he wasn't actually married, he lost his fiance. And the two of them, they, you know, she asked me what I thought if she should go out with him. And I said, look, if this man has been in therapy, which he has for two years, and he's gone through this incredible heart 
courtship. And uh, he told you that he's really looking for the woman he wants to spend his life with, then I absolutely think that you should go out with him. And because of the work that she's done with us, she was really able to create a space for him to talk about his former fiance. And this man said to her, he was really bowled over by her emotional intelligence and how she was so willing and actually interested in hearing about his fiance and what happened and what he's been through. And he had met very few women who weren't jealous of her, you know, of, of his fiance and all. And so he was so impressed with just the space that she created for him to talk about his fiance. And it's not like he, you know, that, I mean, he will, you know, he said, I will always love her. She was a, a huge part of my life and losing her was devastating, but I need, I want to move on. I need to move on from this and I'm still here and I want to find a partner. And he was so, he, he literally said he was so impressed with her emotional intelligence. So I want you all to think about what I've just shared, because these are the qualities that will make a man fall in love with you. Not your money, not your success. All that tells a man is that you have your life together and that you're not a needy woman who he's going to have to come in and rescue. But beyond that, he wants to know that there's room for you in his life, that you will be his cheerleader and his playmate, and that you will respect his boundaries and his need for space, and that you will make his world bigger, not smaller, and that you'll be positive and playful. And of course, you're going to talk about deep and meaningful things, but that you'll also laugh a lot and have fun together and play with masculine and feminine energy because that's what makes a real romance. When you have these beautiful opposing forces and you get that beautiful friction between the two that is so sexy and that can only happen when you have someone who is willing to play that feminine role and somebody who is willing to play the masculine role. All right, everybody, I am going to look at some comments and let's see here. My sister told me men want women to do what he wanted to do or he will find someone else who does. Julie, that's not necessarily true, honey. A man will do the things that you want to do. He's just inside, you know, you, you do have to respect a man's boundaries that a lot of guys don't want to watch chick flicks. You know, it just isn't that like, could a guy go and sit down and watch the notebook with you? Sure. But is it really going to be... <laughs> <laughs> the thing that is going to turn him on 
No. And personally, I love my husband so much that I just don't ask him to do those kinds of things. Having said that, if I really wanted him to do something with me, he'd do it in a nanosecond because of me and he loves spending time with me. So um, I think it's important that you want to go and do the things that he wants to do with you. But I also think that that goes both ways. And with a really great guy, um, it, it'll happen. He'll do the things that you want to do too. So here we have, I'm a former client, not wealthy, have a heart of gold, feminine, and feel so close to meeting the guardian of my soul. Thanks to your coaching, Lisa. Ah, thank you so much. I don't know who this is because I can't see. All I see is Facebook user, but thank you for that. And I just wish you so much love. And I hope that he is close. And here we have a comment from one of the men who's listening. So we love when you weigh in. Uh, Clint said, you are so right on in today's advice and sharing. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Clint, thank you so much for being here and for letting us know your thoughts. It's great to know that I'm hitting on the right things, especially from a man. Um, Vola says, you are so right. How do you respond if it happens the other way when you talk about places you want to and he talked about him or said he's been there? So, Vola, it's, you know, unfortunately, things really are different for men. Men want to impress us with their accomplishments and what they've done because they want us to see them as providers and capable and all. It's very different. And if a woman seems so accomplished and she has that been there, done that attitude, a lot of men are like, wow, she, she's beautiful, she's hot, she's sexy, I like her, but I just don't see where I can impress her. And men are trying to impress us. They want to cherish us, adore us, create safety for us, and they want to make us happy. And they really want to take care of us in a lot of ways. And so if we're you know, if we're independent and we can do it all and we've done it all, it really does alienate men. It, 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 you know, it doesn't give them room to be masculine. Whereas if a man is trying to impress you, he's really trying to show you he's masculine and he can open up your world and bring a lot and has a lot to offer you. So it's just different. Um, Alana says, so do you mean who have lost our femininity because of being a career woman? Alana, it, it is true. We, when we are in our work, in our jobs, we are really using and honing are masculine qualities. So masculinity is directive, decision-making, controlling, goal-oriented. All of those are masculine qualities. And we're up in our heads and not in our hearts. And what most women are longing for 
are partners, are men who really can take the reins, who are who can take that leadership role so that we can relax when we're home. We don't want to be in control all the time. A lot of women find that we do take control because the men in our lives aren't doing that and we're trying to get them to do it. And the more we try to get them to do it, the more frustrated and angry we become. So there, there's actually a really good book I'm reading about this. I don't remember the name, unfortunately, right now. But um, he talks about how men are not taking the leadership roles. And it doesn't mean controlling a woman, but it does mean having good boundaries and being able to communicate those boundaries because when men don't do that and they let women walk all over them and they are trying to be pleasers or they're too nice, then we get frustrated with them because we don't want them to just lay down and let us do everything. So there's a lot going on. It's not just women, by the way. My audience is primarily women. I'm speaking to women. But the truth is, a lot of men have lost their masculine edge. And so as women, we're frustrated, we're lost because we're not finding men who actually know how to lead without being controlling and domineering. So this is something that both men and women need to start to relearn. We need to learn how to be more feminine and men need to learn how to be more masculine. And I'm talking about a new kind of masculine, not the old kind where men just dominated and manipulated women, you know, where we were barefoot and pregnant and in the house and they took care of us. That's not going to fly either. So there is a better way. There is the way of having you know, positive masculine leadership. And there are men who are also having to learn how to do that. So it does go both ways. It's up to us to find a partner who can do this with us. And part of a man being able to do it with us is for us to rediscover our femininity and learn how to do it in a beautiful way that will attract the right men. All right, everybody, I am Lisa Shield, and this has been Finding the Guardian of Your Soul. Please go to my website, lisashield.com, click the button to watch my free presentation. If you like what you see, you can sign up for a breakthrough call with me or a, a member of my team. Sorry, not me. I don't do them anymore, but a member of my team will hop on a call and if you want to work with us, she will tell you how you can do that. Um, you can also go to podcast at lisashield.com and let us know your suggestions for future uh, topics. We would love to get those too. And please rate and like this podcast. Give us a thumbs up or a heart. It lets us know that we are striking the right notes for all of you and talking about the right things. And also, I would really appreciate uh, 
um, if you would like and rate the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts and good or bad or indifferent, we really want to hear from you. Your feedback is invaluable to us. Lots of love to all of you. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Oh, I forgot one thing. Please tune in on Sundays. I do a very special episode of Finding the Guardian of Your Soul where I get inside the right male mind. That being my husband's mind, for the most part, he talks about the things men experience in a way that I really have never heard a man express before. He's a very masculine and heartfelt man, and he's very articulate, and he has a beautiful, beautiful way of expressing the male experience. And that happens on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in.